When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to D&D Indeed, Table for Two. I'm your host and Dungeon Master James Russell, and with me today is fun person Mike Sagan. Hi, Mike. What's up? How's it going? Good. 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 I'm excited to talk about Fletch Stormtail. Same. I'm a little nervous, but also excited. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. What are you nervous about? You got, there's no, We're know. not playing. I don't know. It's, it's like, it's just nerves, because I've never... This is my... This is a new thing. This is a new thing, yeah. Well, this is only the third time I've done this, so it's not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm no expert either. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we've done Joel and we've done Chelsea. Cool. Uh, and now we're going to do Fletch. And I just want to say right off the bat mm-hmm. that uh, Fletch Stormtail is a fantastic fantasy character name. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I, think I've, I think I've mentioned it before uh, on our aborted um, Q&A mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, Stormtail made me change how I named all the Wood Elves. Oh, really? Like now, now, like... Every like um, Koyrim and Genevieve, who are both Wood Elves, uh, have name like Koyrim's last name is Windspear, oh, and yeah. Genevieve's awesome. last name is Cloudstrike because oh, of Stormtail. Yes. It's like so now that's like the way that Wood Elves are named. That's awesome. <laughs> All based yeah. off of Stormtail because we didn't so good. We didn't know their last names previously, right? Uh, we did said we, uh, we did say Koyrim's like right at the like when you guys first met. Oh, okay, Koyrim, but um. But I don't know if Genevieve's ever came up. Yeah, it sounds new to me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but that's her last I name. I love it. That's <laughs> awesome. So yeah, I'm just adjusting my mic a little bit. If you hear weird noises, I don't hear them in my headphones, but you might hear them at home. Nice, nice. Uh, all right, so let's um, let's get into it a little bit. So cool. just to start, um, we've talked about it a little bit in the Q&A episodes about kind of why everybody picked their characters but uh just to get into it into it a little bit more in depth um especially because this was your first time playing D&D yeah uh what drew you to Fletch why why an elf why why a ranger mm-hmm. um and yeah kind of what what led to your character creation okay so i think when when I first thought about what I wanted a D and D and D character to, or Dungeon and Dragon character <laughs> to be, um, it just rolls off the tongue. Yeah, at this right point. now. Um, it was I love um, speedy, speedy, tall characters. Sure. So, like in video games, generally males are strong mm-hmm. and kind of slow, mm-hmm. and the females were always depicted as like fast and quick. Yeah, and I I would always play as females because I love that. I love to be the agility quick. of it. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah totally. Uh, and now, obviously, games have shifted to where you can you can Con- put customize s- enough however you want exactly yeah. um so i wanted to play a character that was fast and i love archery i love like the skill of it mm-hmm. um i love just the precision i think yeah um and 
So that's why I chose a ranger. And the wood elf I chose also because of like tall um, and just just agile. Um, so that led to deck that, that led to Fletch Stormtail. Yeah. Yeah. And then the name Fletch, uh, when, when you have when you're shooting it or when you have an arrow, <laughs> there's um, those three little like. Yeah, the, things the feathers on the are, end, those the are fletchings. fletches. Yeah, yeah, so that's why I was like, "Oh, Fletch, that's cool." It's so good. Yeah, and I have a, a friend from high school with the last name of Fletch, so I'm like, "Oh, that's or Fletcher," and so we would always call him Fletch. So it's just like kind of familiar to me. Yeah. Um. So I was like, "Oh, archery, Fletch." Like, "Oh, Fletch, that's such a great name." And then we find out that we have a character named Flack. I was like, "Well, crap." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so, so now whoops. now. F- uh, Fletch has become Stormy. We're calling yeah, Stormy is going to be season two. Season two's uh, name, yeah, Nom de Adventure, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, which is which is a little bit of a. I've said this in Chelsea's episode. It's it's a little bit too bad because I love the Fletch Stormtail name so much. Yeah, and they can if they want. Like I could make it a thing where if you're mad at me or if something serious <laughs> like is happening, name. Just, Fletch Stormtail <laughs> or something like that. That's so funny. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. That's we'll, so good. We'll see what sticks or what. Yeah, you know, which uh, is natural. Yeah, I think I think Beth has been pretty consistent with Stormy at least, mm-hmm. and and I know that uh, it, it'll probably catch on just to help differentiate it from from James a little bit more. Right. Um. What? Uh. Since since this was your your first time playing, mm-hmm. and uh, you've probably still got the least amount of D and D experience because, like, even talking to Joel, who like this was his first real i think he had maybe played once or something but like this mm. was his first real time playing but since that he like started running his own game and everything so like he's got a little bit more understanding of the game now like when we mm. were talking here um but like just now more kind of in depth than we talked than when we talked in the q a episodes and stuff like how are you liking dungeons and dragons i guess oh like, it's it's so fun it when yeah. i think in the q a episode that we don't have um, <laughs> Or you can cut that or whatever. But uh, I think the first time where I felt um, totally immersed was the fireball scene. Yeah. In, in the yeah during the dancing sequence, I was like, oh, and then everything in my I like I I envisioned it in my head, mm-hmm. like the, the owl bear fight. I was like, oh, cool, I'm gonna play this like I would a uh, strategy sure game. Yeah. Um, but then it everything felt more fluid after that. Like mm-hmm. it was um because we're we're improv. Yeah. We're, like we're just talking and we're. Right. everything's fluid um yeah in that and that scene with where the fireball happened i was like oh shit this is what's gonna happen and mm-hmm. like i felt that as is mike yeah i was like i don't know what's gonna happen after this this is like crazy and yeah. then that was a time where i f- was like whoa this is a lot of fun and then after that the story was progressing and it mm-hmm. was just like i just got totally into it so it's been a lot of fun um i I never had a like oh Dungeons and Dragons that's nerdy mm-hmm. uh, because like I like to think of myself as like a nerd or sure. a I just never I had no friends who ever had played it yeah. or had an interest in it really we would always play Diablo and that, yeah, that right. was our Dungeons and Dragons so. yeah I think that like when we were growing up um, video games started getting good mm-hmm. you know and, and more they, story yeah they based. were able to kind of take the place a little bit of what D&D did because even like early RPG video games and you you would know better than I would but like a lot of it was kind of D&D like it was like text based and mm-hmm. you know really early I mean yeah. um but then yeah like once you get get into like Diablo and stuff it's like oh this looks cool mm-hmm. and I can see it 
yeah, in exactly. front of me instead of having to um, imagine yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> imagine it, the theater of the mind thing. It's but, like reading a good book. Yeah. But like you don't know what's coming next because right. you're not like reading. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, what is, yeah, I, it's so cool. Yeah. It, it, and, you know, there's this resurgence now, I think, as, as, um, people are kind of realizing the the community aspect of it, like the group aspect of mm-hmm. it. And I, that's one of the things I love so much about our game is that all of us sitting around together creating the story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, um, and like watching um, Stranger Things and they play it. Mm-hmm. And they, that, that's how they visualize what's actually happening. It's yeah. Like, oh, if you flip this upside down, this is a demo. Like, it's really cool. And I think because we, we didn't talk about doing this until after – after the first season. After the first season, yeah, at, at least. least for sure. Yeah, and so it was cool to play our own game. Yeah, yeah. Stranger Things was big, I think, for helping bring D and D. I think it's there was an article recently that was like it's more popular than it's ever been. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, and I think Stranger Things was part of that, and like stuff like Critical Role and Adventure Zone, and like you know the big mm. poppy Twitch is, is yeah, huge. Yeah. You know, um, that's so cool that like because Stranger Things is just a TV show, yeah. but they also they show like. Hey, it's kind of fun, and yeah. you can you can do this. Where did my brain go? Oh, I think it's super cool that they are having such a resurgence, even though on the side we also have games that are like oh, phenomenal. But yeah. the fact that people are getting together and making mm-hmm. these stories together, yeah, that's I feel like that's even more special. Yeah, which I, is that's so cool. I agree, and and I think you know they're they're so different. Mm-hmm. Like I think you know it used to be where like. You know, fantasy was put in this kind of like one box where it was like you 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 had room for like a couple fantasy things, and mm. now it's the experiences are so specific and so different that like you know you can you can check a box with a, a fantasy video game, and you can check a box with D and D, and they're totally different. Yeah, you know, yep. and and um, you know, I, I think that. Personally, I, I I love Dungeons and Dragons. I'm so happy to have you guys to play with. Like this is this is just so great, and I'm glad you're enjoying it as a first time oh, player. Yeah. I mean, you You've know, written that's... a hell of a story. <laughs> so we keeping us all. Ah, uh, sure, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, for for the first and only dungeon master, you've done a phenomenal <laughs> job. <laughs> Top of the list. It's so good. Well, thank you, thank you. Yeah, and it's so cool to see all the support online and like everybody, yeah. the fan art, all that stuff. That's yeah. just so cool. It's really great. Yeah, um, what a community it is. It's it's that's, you, the listeners. Thank you so much. That's so, that's special. You guys are special. Yeah, this it, is special. I was just ta- ta- uh, telling Joel earlier today, messaging Joel about how how great it is that we have the community that we do have, and it's, yeah, it's very cool. We're all so, building it together. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. So thank you, everyone. Thank you. Um. Well, let's kind of let's talk a little bit more about Fletch um, okay. and kind of what he went through in season one. Mm-hmm. I think that Fletch had an amazing arc in season one. Um, Good. With, <laughs> uh, going from, you know, I think that, uh, you know, from my reading of it and tell me if I'm wrong, but I think sure. that you came to Ranger the the idea of a ranger very much kind of a little bit influenced maybe by like Aragorn Lord of the Rings or like this traditional idea of a ranger as being kind of like a loner and an outcast and like you know separate and and off you know kind of by himself mm-hmm. um and then to have your journey be one of kind of coming back into society and like yeah you know the the dancing stuff is so spectacular. Like that, that whole little arc of, uh, you know, 
of, of your your learning to be better with people through through dance and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that that created a lot of really great um, uh, moments. What uh, for you? Mm-hmm. Um, what was Fletch's journey through this through season one? Like where where did where do you think he started? Where do you think he ended? And how different were those spots? Yes. So the beginning was definitely I was very. Um, I've not seen all the Lord of the Rings. Sure. So I don't, I guess my brain, and the, the tragic backstory is another thing that like was the easiest thing to come up oh, with. Yeah, yeah, totally. So um, there's nothing wrong with tragic backstory. I, like, I, sure. you know, for anybody listening who's, who's a player creating character or whatever, um, if you want to track your backstory, go for it. You know, okay. there's nothing wrong with it, yep. you know? Um, and I don't, I don't regret that at all. Yeah, no. Uh, it's just like other ways of, yeah, I'm just a guy that, yeah. It lives in the woods. Yeah, kind of totally. Thing. Um, so from the beginning of the season, I was very, I, f- I feel like I was very straightforward with, yes, I'm a ranger. I don't really talk to people. Mm-hmm. I'm antisocial. Um, I'm mo- mo- mostly focused on like being in nature and being one with, with, you know, the trees and stuff yeah. and stuff. Um, so then, you know, going forward and again, like I keep going back to the fireball scene but that was one of the biggest gifts I was given. Oh, if yeah, we're talking totally. like, um, yeah, yeah, improv-wise. like improv, yeah, yeah. The fact that we were like, oh, let's dance, and mm-hmm. this that put me in such a weird position in in Fletch's mind and in my mind because mm-hmm. I was like, oh wait, this is a, like I just said, this is a gift. I should accept it, and then I'm, that's going to become like a huge turning point for my yeah. character. So I think that fireball scene, dancing scene was a huge turning point. Mm-hmm. Um, even talking with the bartenders yeah. at night was just like a, I can't sleep. I don't really sleep long. So yeah. I'm going to just try to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, it was a big arc socially. And I think that now at the end of season one, he's more confident than he's ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, which is huge. Cause he's like, he doesn't talk to people. He's, yeah. he's very, he's very much a loner. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think he fits in, much better with the group Mm -hmm. um i think that he also is he loves team-based things Mm -hmm. like as i do um sure in real life i love being a team i love team projects like exactly what we're doing here like anything that involves a team Mm -hmm. i love it um i I think you were the first one to say team i probably was (laughs) i i I think if i remember right and if anybody listening uh you know knows for sure tweet at us but uh I think I think you were the first one to to dub the team the team, the team. Yeah. yeah, uh, which is which is great. I yeah. mean that that's stuck and now that's the whole that's a thing it's, now. Yeah, it's some it, and that's like something I feel like that was a gift given to me mm-hmm. when I was playing Counter Strike mm-hmm. with friends. Um, one when one of the teammates was off doing something else and he got bombarded by a couple of guys, he would always yell "team, team, mm-hmm. team!" It's <laughs> like a "oh shit, I'm gonna die, help yeah. me." Yeah. And then, so that kind of stuck in my brain. And then, so to give that same gift to D and D was was really fun. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I love it. And there's so many great moments that came. out. I mean, the campaign team and poop team, poop team. and the, so many team. Yeah, moments. it's it's all and the whole. I mean, it fed so well into Marjorie's arc too. Yeah. You know, it 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 tied in so tied tied together so well. Hmm. Um. Speaking of the team, I guess yeah. I'm just gonna look at the yeah uh, clock real quick. But okay. uh, speaking of the team, um, 
you had you had moments with kind of everyone a little bit throughout the the run of the show mm-hmm. um the run of the first season you had the side adventure the first little the first side adventure that we had um with the the dancing scene which we talked about mm-hmm. um you had the side adventure uh in the Feywild with Flack and Zabbis where, where where the team split up right um you had the uh the the Zabbis and Fletch in the library scene and uh mm-hmm. so so you got to kind of play a little bit with everybody um what what's Fletch's relationship kind of to the other how does he see the other members of the team like is he all in on team is he now part of the group um or you know kind of how does he see each character yeah so i feel like i am part of the team which is good yeah because like the beginning of the season i didn't want to really be like i I was very just like i don't know i'm not really sure about this right um but now i'm like i'm yes we're a team we did all we had this crazy adventure Mm -hmm. we did all this big stuff we've been through a lot together yeah uh emotional um and not um so I think that yes, I, I definitely Fletch feels. I think that Fletch feels like he's part of the team. Yeah. Um, in terms of how he sees everyone, uh, definitely feel that Marjorie is the the matriarch. Yeah. Or, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, matriarch. Yeah. Um, because you know she's a she's an older lady, yeah. so she's seen a lot. She has a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I guess I'm two hundred and forty <laughs> years, two hundred thirty six old yeah. years old, <laughs> but um, yeah, and then like. Juno is kind of like the the younger brother who doesn't really know doesn't have his shit together sometimes mm-hmm. so we have to like I know I punched him earlier in the season <laughs> and I've given him a lot of crap but you know he's he's like one of those like love you but you do dumb stuff kind of characters yeah so totally. I guess he's like a younger brother yeah um and then interestingly enough even though Zabbis is still you know pretty young I feel like he's I guess kind of like an older brother, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, he has kind of a coolness. He's super cool. Yeah. Um, he's super powerful yeah. sometimes, which is <laughs> sometimes. you know kind of scary. Yeah. Um, and you never know what your older brother's gonna do. Sometimes mm-hmm. he could like put you in a headlock and throw you down. Like, <laughs> so I guess I would see him as like older brother. And then <laughs> because I feel like Flack might be um that goofy ass cousin that you have <laughs> it, no matter what he'll make you laugh yeah um yeah i think i think that's how i i view everybody yeah that that's great um i i think that there's going to be some cool uh dynamics now going into season 2 because now we don't have to like get to know anybody you know like yeah. everybody's already through all that and um we can really kind of you know get into how all the characters relate to each other Mm -hmm. um you you mentioned uh juno and you know the the younger brother kind of thing so from from your perspective as a player and as as uh as fletch like all the shit that you that you gave to juno was that coming from kind of was that coming from a good place i guess in your in your eyes because it, it can play there are moments like obviously in the uh in the party after mm. after he you know mouthed off to Nils where that was definitely like a very like you fucked up. Yeah. Um but then there are moments like uh like when you and James uh are giving him shit after he hears the orcs talk 
and, oh. and and uh and he's like and you're you're like oh that's a, they they sound just like us they sound like people uh-huh. and that seems very like playful ribbing um what is is that your kind of take on his his relationship to to juno is like i'm gonna give you shit but it's coming from a good place i think yes i think it's exactly it it the beginning when he mouthed off mm-hmm. i was i think i slapped him yeah um that was that was like an my brain was like, dude, no, yeah. you can't say that. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then I think because of my actions, and then the fireball. Had I not slapped him, <laughs> he, would he wouldn't have just a lot. Yes, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. However, that led to Zabbis and I doing some very funny things with very the potions. Funny things. So I don't regret that, but no. I do think that the first, my initial reaction was, um, that was stupid. You should not have. You you should have not have. You should not have said that to him. Mm-hmm. Slap. Yeah. I think that was coming from like a you fucked up. Yeah. Or you screwed up. Um, we swear in this show. It's okay. Fine. Cool. 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 Yeah. <laughs> this has the explicit tag. It's cool. Fine. Cool. All right. Good. Uh, fuck. Um, so, yeah. And then I think as the story progressed and our relationships, you know, kind of we've been through this stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it grew more into a more playful more, kind more playful yeah, yeah. yeah i'm i'm definitely not as angry at him because now that i know like how he is and mm-hmm. he, can, he can be a certain way but he also has reasons for being the way he is i mm-hmm. think it's more playful now than at the beginning of this season yeah where i was like i don't i didn't know if i was wanted to be with these people mm-hmm. was this a bad choice sure now i'm in this environment where we're making people mad and i'm already uncomfortable yeah so i think yeah i think it's now coming from a more playful place mm-hmm. yeah great um it is great because if it wasn't that that would be kind of like you know because like when when you're when you're a family or when you're a team people will people on your team slash family will make you upset oh yeah it's totally. just a part it's of just life. a part of yeah relationships but yeah yeah but it it really proves how close you are if you can get over it yeah and be stronger because of it yeah and i i do think i'd like to think that that's where fletch and juno are at this point whereas mm-hmm. we got over it i we both understand where we're coming where each of us is coming from and we've moved on yeah yeah i i think so i i i think that there's um like going into into the next season i think that there's definitely going to be more kind of family dynamics to stuff oh cool uh that just kind of seems the way that things are going mm-hmm. um because the team is getting closer and like you we have this kind of with margin being the the campaign mima and everything we mm-hmm. have this kind of familial structure a little bit already right. and and yeah. zabba's being a teenager and everything mm-hmm. um so i think that there there's gonna be that kind of stuff which is gonna be fun to, to play with awesome um yeah, looking forward to it. yeah going forward where do you want to take Fletch, like, do you want to continue down this kind of journey of self-discovery in terms of social attitudes, or, or like, um, is Fletch after like glory and treasure? Like, wh- what does Fletch want? I guess that's a great question. Um, I do think because he has no family, mm-hmm. this is this is like a refreshing, um, not experience, but it's definitely refreshing that he has that family essentially yeah, we, yeah, we've yeah. got the we've, found family aspect we've got a team yeah. we've got mm-hmm. a family um so he's not, definitely not after fame sure okay he's just like cool. if we're if we're going from base fletch he's a woodsman like he stays in the woods mm-hmm. not a lot of people however 
now that he has is learning a little bit of like a little bit more social cues and mm-hmm. and how to deal with himself in public i think that he's going to want to be a little bit more social mm-hmm. i think he's going to want to um talk to more people kind of just explore that a little more curious oh yeah for yeah sure. yeah okay mm-hmm. cool yeah because I, li- I like that he talks to the bartenders at yeah night. when everybody's sleeping he's like well you know i'm not tired i'm gonna go yeah talk yeah try to talk yeah <laughs> uh i think that could be i mean th- these episodes are good um for me too as i'm putting together season two i have i have a lot of the main beats and stuff mm-hmm. figured out but one thing I, w- I wanted to ask everybody was you know how do you want to play the game for your character um, so that I can make sure to, you know, give everybody the opportunity to play the game that they want to play? Yeah. That's you awesome. know, um, so that's a really cool kind of aspect that I hadn't really thought about um, mm. as, a, as something that could be brought in uh, to to sessions, you know. Um, so I think that that's a cool thing that maybe or maybe not awesome. we could explore going forward so that's very that's a very cool thing awesome um speaking of your social relationships or mm-hmm. fletch's social relationships we have to talk about um the amara stuff ah yes um yes. because uh that was something that i had not expected when, oh, really? when, <laughs> when you guys when you guys first uh showed up at that um at the meeting the- uh, at the big tree um, mm-hmm. where you walk in on, on Amara and Genevieve arguing, um, you just improv that you thought that she was pretty. Yeah. That was just a total uh, in-the-moment thing that you did. Mm. And then when we broke that, that session and then came back for the next one, I wanted to play with that, and I was like, oh, this will be fun. Oh, I did this fun. Thing. Um, so that was a total – that was just a thing that happened from, from you, which, which ended up being really fun. Um, was there any choice to that choice, I guess, or were you just like in the moment this just came out and then you ran with it? Yeah, I think that cause I like to play the game yeah. improv esque. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I, I try not to go into sessions thinking like, this is what he wants to no. do and stuff sure. like that. So when there was the choice to essentially skip the maze, uh, by giving up a memory, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> at first I was like, cool. I'll be the one to do that because, you know, maybe I can let go of my family. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, no, I, th- I think that because Fletch is growing in a social manner that I the, the most new memory I have mm-hmm. or like because that's what it was. It was memory, right? Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A, yeah. So my memory of seeing Amara for the first time mm-hmm. was such a big impact because I thought she was pretty and I I hadn't said that about anybody. Yeah. Um. I I felt like it it would be a disservice to say, yeah, I want to forget about my family. Sure. Because then it's like, well, then what do I have? Right. Um. So I thought, I yeah, in the moment, I was like, I'll give up a memory, and then I, then I had to do that quick thinking, like which one, I'll choose the former. Mm-hmm. Um. And forget Amara. And then I realized the consequences of what I was about to say. I was like, well, I'm just going to say it because yeah. this is what this is what's coming out. Um, and I think it led to some interesting. It, it we haven't uh, we you haven't it hasn't yet that. played out. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But I, I think that, yeah, um, I think it was a do what's fun moment for sure. Where it's like do what's sad, but, <laughs> but do what's fun, you know? Yeah. But some it's uh, telling a story 
telling a, a potentially said story can be fun for the storytellers you know mm. like making those decisions can be you know are, are fun for us yeah um it was fun for me uh to to realize that that was the thing that was going to happen when i wrote that into the into the game i didn't expect it to be i didn't you know it could have been any of you it could have been any of you to, to do anything mm-hmm. um to give up any kind of memory it could have been a memory that we had never even heard about on the show before you know oh, okay um so you know the choices are always there for for you the players to make and then mm. it becomes story once you make the choice yeah uh and so we'll see how this plays out now I, i'm i'm excited to have that moment if if we have it if and you know there's no guarantees oh, yeah. <laughs> um but uh you know uh, people really responded to it you know mm-hmm. and, and it it created a lot of you know emotional stakes which i which i i loved as as the the storyteller like I, yeah. I was excited to have that moment and it played really well in the in the you know in the episode mm-hmm. i remember yeah. there being a, a specific silence but when the question was asked mm-hmm. or when when it was like hey you can get through this maze if you give up mm-hmm. a precious memory and no one said anything <laughs> no one stepped up to the plate no one stepped up to the plate and <laughs> and and my brain was like well fletch he's tr-. i think like me as mike mm-hmm. i sometimes like to if no one's going to make a decision. I'll make the decision. Sure. So I think I put a little bit of that into Fletch. It was like, mm-hmm. no one's saying anything. I'll say something yeah. and then see where it goes. And then that's where it went. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what happens now. I, I I think that it was so great because because it was you. Because it wasn't, um, you know, because it wasn't Flack or Zabbis who, who are so like, we have to get this done. Mm-hmm. You know, and because it wasn't um, Juno or Marjorie who were more emotional, I think there's there was no better possible storytelling choice in that moment than for you to do it. I really oh, think that that awesome. was the absolute best possible outcome. So I'm really that's great, <laughs> really happy with that. Um, I'm nervous to see like how it comes up <laughs> or if it comes up and like because I don't. Yeah, I don't know what. I don't know. Yeah, well, it's, a, it's a mystery. <laughs> you you made an impression on Amara. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, that's right. I did. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I I really had a lot of fun playing that that scene in the library with <laughs> with you guys and, and oh yeah when Zabbis was Zabbis like yeah just yeah just talk to her man. and I was like I don't know how <laughs> that was a fun little high school thing yeah. Uh, that's that's one of those things where Zabbis has all the confidence in the world. Yeah. And I need that. I need more of that confidence. I need, needed him to be like, you can do it. It's like, oh, this cool guy is telling me I can do it. <laughs> then I feel empowered to be like, hey, I think you're pretty cool. <laughs> it's cool. Again, that goes with like the older brother dynamic. Yeah. It's just like, you're just so cool. And I want that. I want to come off as cool. But he doesn't because he's still awkward and, yeah. and learning. Yeah. So that's cool. Uh. Well, great. Let's uh, let's talk some character mechanics. Um, okay. Yeah, because there are a few things. Um, there are a few things to talk about with Fletch's character. Mm-hmm. Um, there are the basic stuff. We're gonna read you your character sheet. Uh, we're gonna get everybody on the same character sheet. Awesome. Um, so that it's easier to um reference everything when we play the game, and and we can kind of speed up some of that stuff. Um. I think mine's the only one without coffee stains on it. <laughs> Yours, I dodged. You got all that, that cool uh, folder though. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. that... <laughs> it's got that plastic to cover all the yeah. cover from damage. Um. So we are, 
we're going to plug everybody into uh, D&D Beyond, which is an official D&D service. Um, okay. Not a, not a sponsor. Um, I just It's just good. Mm-hmm. Um, and that way, everybody has the same stuff. Uh, so I have begun Fletch Stormtell. I've got that you're a Wood Elf Ranger uh, Beastmaster at cool. level six, which is where the level that we finished season one at. So I'm going to ask you some stuff to fill in the gaps. So first of all... Okay. Um, as a ranger, you get three skill proficiencies. So these are going to be the proficiencies. These are going to be the skills that you probably have a little check next to or something. Um, and there are some choices. So are, tell me if you are proficient in any of the following. Are you proficient in animal handling? Um, I don't see it. Yeah. Okay. So maybe not. Uh, what about athletics? Oh, um, plus four. Uh, there would probably be a like it would probably be the bigger numbers because you would add your proficiency bonus to them. Is there like a little check box or a little something that you have bubbled in? Yeah, I have a little, I have a little box down there, but I don't know if that's. Oh, yeah. The... yeah, those are going to be the right ones. Animal handling's oh, animal age. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, uh, so I'm not proficient ath- in athletics. That. Yes. Um. What about what are the other bubbles you have? I've got investigation. Okay. I have perception. Okay, and then I have stealth and survival. Great. Okay. Cool. Um you've got favored enemies. I believe you chose beasts. beasts. Yep. Okay. And then you have a language uh that is not and I believe this is Sylvan. I have is, Sylvan. Yeah. I have Elvish, Elvish and Draconic. You took Draconic later. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh okay. And then your um your favorite terrains, um, forest was one. And then I believe mm-hmm. swamp was the other. Okay. Because you were originally good in the swamp. Remember okay, way yeah. back? That makes sense. Uh and then uh at second level you get a fight you had to choose a fighting style, uh, and I believe you chose archery. Fighting style, probably. Yeah. Um some of this stuff might not be on your sheet, which yeah, I was is why say, we're redoing yeah, the sheets. I'm looking at this, I'm like, I have no idea. Um Oh, maybe I should be looking at this. So at uh at fourth level uh, you can either choose an ability score improvement or a feat. And this is where, and, and I'm going to give you the same choice that I gave to Chelsea and, and Joel. Um, we did a little bit of retconning with Joel because he chose ability score improvement. And what he did is he just balanced himself out. He okay. just bumped up skills that he was low in to try to even himself out. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make sense for D&D. Like being a well-rounded person doesn't help you, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, okay. So we retconned, and instead of he 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 bumped up strength by two instead of uh, instead of spreading those out, um, and then Chelsea chose to uh, increase the scores that she originally increased when we actually did fourth level. Okay. Um, but there's another option. Do you remember by chance if you bumped up your ability scores, strength, dexterity, uh, constitution? Those did you increase those? I believe so. I, okay. I thought we. I thought we bumped up all of them. Uh, well, you, they would have been bumped at some point, like with the, originally from like racial bonuses and stuff. So whatever oh. you rolled wouldn't necessarily be exactly what it, they ended up being. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have feats. Okay, down. it was a feat. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Okay, because it makes more sense for you, I think, uh-huh. to choose a feat based on archery. Okay, right, mm-hmm. because that's what. Um, you know your whole thing That's is my deal. right. Yeah. So I'm gonna real quick Google archery feats. Yeah, because I currently have written down wander and 
my favorite terrains is mountains. Oh, well, we can change this to mountains. Yeah, let's... Then. Well, yeah. Hmm. Um, Wanderer is going to be your, like, uh, background. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay. But let's do let's do feats, um, because I think that uh, a feat would would benefit you. Okay, cool. Uh, and there are a couple, I believe. Uh, so there's a feat called uh, Elven Accuracy. Sounds good. And this is, uh, you know, the prerequisites are you have to be an elf or a half elf. You are. Mm-hmm. Um, and this lets you increase your dex, intelligence, wisdom, or charisma by one. And then when you, then you have uh, you have advantage on attack roll that uses Dax intelligence wisdom or charisma, uh, and you can re-roll one of the dice once. So you would have advantage on like every bow attack. Oh wow! Which would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, My Dax is super high. So yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, um, is that? Only with ranged weapons? Uh, that's also with finesse weapons would also be dex. So like a short sword or okay. um, a rapier or something uh, like that. Um, let me see. So yeah, so you could take that as a feat if you wanted. Or you could just take ability score increases. Well, I think that sounds like the better choice. That sounds like, the, uh, yeah, I think that's a, a pretty cool one. I think that I've... I'm the tank of the group, which is so interesting too, because I've got I rolled the most HP I think out of everybody. Yeah, so I'm tanky. Yeah, you have the most health. Um, once we re kind of did Joel, mm-hmm. um, a little bit, he's he's gonna be a lot more, uh, he's gonna be a lot more effective in like combat than he, okay than he was. Cool. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Cool. So we'll add that. All right, so at 6th level, uh, you got an extra attack at 5th level. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at 6th level, you get to choose another favored enemy. Do you have another one written down? Or we can go through the options. No, yeah, can we go through the options? Yeah, so the options, it's, I mean, it's, you know, pretty much all the monsters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but the, the categories are uh, aberrations, beasts you already chose, right. celestials, constructs, dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, giants, humanoids, and then there's subcategories of humanoids. Uh, monstrosities Let's... oozes plants and undead i like giants i think i'd want to go with that one okay yeah for whatever reason i have beasts written down and then i have slash like metal dragons dislike chrom- chromatic Chro- chromatic yeah yeah i think that that's just i Why think I at one that? point i explained that in the world of D, there are metallic dragons like gold silver bronze whatever and yeah. they're traditionally good and then chromatic dragons, black, red, blue, are bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was just for me to know. That was, yeah, that might have <laughs> just been a, a reference. So then, okay. So then you get another language, um, and then you had written down draconic. Yeah. Do you want to know giant if you favorite enemy is giant? Ooh, so we, I could actually speak to Yeah, because um... we, we could change this because draconic hasn't come up. I think you took yeah. draconic because no one spoke it in the second session when, when we met the lizard yeah. people. Um, but since you've learned it, it hasn't come up, so we could retcon this a little bit. And we, if you want giants to be your favorite enemy, you could know the language. That would be smart, I think. Okay. Yeah, because then it, it would be more. It, it would be like a we would be avoiding a Juno situation where like all orcs are bad <laughs> and like all giants are bad. It's right. Like, well, if 
uh, for anybody listening, uh, communication is key to solving problems. <laughs> so if I were to speak giant, yeah, and if they were bad, then right. I could be like, all right, cool, I got this. When I was talking to Joel about this, <clears throat> um, he, because he, we decided on his second. Orcs is his original favorite enemy, obviously. Yeah. Um, but then when we decided on his second one, he went with um. He went with apparitions, I think, because of like the the displacer beast, the the cat that with all the tentacles. Oh, yeah. Like because of the experiences that you had, and then he was like, "Oh, it's 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 not necessarily a hatred as it is a curiosity." You know, Hmm. so because like when you look at at your favorite enemy, what it gives you, you have advantage on checks to track them and recall information about them. So it doesn't necessarily have to be, I hate this. I'm trying to hunt it down and kill it. Okay. It's just it's it's a something you're skilled in knowing about. Okay, that's cool. You know, so you could have with like maybe where Fletch is from. He's it's near giants because there there is a, a specific type of giant called a storm giant. A storm giant. Yeah. So maybe he has some kind of relationship to storm giants or giants or something. So you can think about yeah. that. We don't have to necessarily get into it now, but you know, so it doesn't necessarily have to be a hatred. I want to kill it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's it can really cool. be a, a different kind of relationship, whatever kind of relationship you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe think about that. Giants, I think is a cool choice. So apparitions, what is that? It's like not a ghost, right? No, that's an apparition. Yeah. No, that's well, an apparition. That's an apparition. Aberrations. Abolish. Um, are like uh like uh horrific monsters like um like a beholder like that that eye with all the tentacles that you pro- might have seen in pictures and stuff oh, or like um okay yeah or like uh creepy thing from Doom sixty four um the uh the in season two of Stranger Things mm-hmm. what they call the like big monster the mind flayer. That's a D and D monster. That's an apparition. The big guy in the sky. Yeah. Oh. Like, yeah. Um, that thing haunts my dreams. <laughs> I've had two or three different dreams where that was the most terrifying thing I've ever experienced. They're they're so, like yikes. monstrous monsters. Okay. You know they're, they're like gross, weird monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, got like faces like coming out of their sides. And yeah. Weird, gross, grotesque things. Okay. Cool. Um, apparition. Yeah. So that's what Joel ended up choosing. But yeah, so we'll get back to So that's that's where you're at with the with the level with with the level that you're at with Ranger now. Okay. Cool. Um so let's let's do your abilities and then we'll do your health and everything. So what is your strength currently? My my str- Not the modifier, the actual number. So seven, 13. 13. Okay. What is your dex? 20. Ooh, damn. Very high. Yes. Wow, that so that's a plus five mod. Yes, I know it's great. <laughs> uh, constitution, sixteen. Uh, intelligence, thirteen. Wisdom, eighteen. Jeez, you're stacked. Yeah, except for charisma, <laughs> which I am an eleven. Okay, it is my lowest. <laughs> I think I think that there was a a point in time. It where was a ten. And you it was got a ten a bump exactly, yeah, and I got yeah. I was so like I remember Fletch being like, "Yes, I am so confident now." She's <laughs> like, "No, you just went up one." It didn't even make a a difference in your modifier. No, or no modifier still one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so what is your health? 
I your think, maximum total maximum. I believe it's fifty. I have it written down fifty-five, but then I said for an hour, so I have fifty in the top left. So I'm assuming it's fifty. Okay, so let me figure out what. Yeah, um, I'm gonna say it's fifty because I, I, I can see it, but it was a race. What did we get that gave us five HP? Uh, there was a buff spell, I think. Okay, that's probably was it. Yeah. Um, the, I, even though you may be the tank of the group, mm-hmm. just so you're aware. The if you rolled all perfect rolls, mm-hmm. your total uh, possible is seventy eight. Okay, so it's still on the higher side. Yeah, but uh, just but I'm, I'm just telling everybody because the site tells me, and I think it's interesting. No, that's cool. Um, okay, uh, cool. So, and then for background, um, did you do? I did Outlander. Outlander for background. Okay, so with Outlander, you get a skill. You get to choose from the following skills. Acrobatics, animal handling, arcana, deception, history, insight, intimidation, medicine, nature, performance, persuasion, religion, or sleight of hand. Is that ideal? Is that No, like- these are like skills you, you're, you're proficient in. You get another uh, proficient skill proficiency. You might oh, have oh, missed oh. this before. Um, so are you proficient in, in any of those skills? I'm sorry, can you say that again? Yeah, acrobatics, animal handling, arcana, deception, history, insight, intimidation, medicine, nature, performance, persuasion, religion, or sleight of hand. None of those. All right, well, you no. get now you're going to be. Oh, sweet. Uh, so that you might have missed this um, originally. Uh, it's, it's easy to, to do because since there's just so much when you first create a character. Yeah. Um, so any of those jump out? I mean, persuasion does. Yeah, persuasion, <laughs> um, I think. But it's a charisma skill. Which my charisma is awful. So, yeah, you wouldn't get any... You would get only the plus three bonus to it. So, um, hmm. I think maybe... Um, I think, uh, like... Um, History's History's intelligence, right yeah. Uh, I think nature is wisdom. Is nature wisdom or is that intelligence too? Uh, nature is... In- in- oh, yeah. In- yeah. Which is low for me. If there's a wisdom one, yeah. Um, insight. Insight is a wisdom. I have four in it right now. Okay, cool. Let's do insight because what insight's going to do is like if you want to tell if someone's lying. Ooh. You know, if you're like, oh, this guy's bullshitting, I'm going to roll an insight check to see if I can tell that they're lying. Uh huh. That's what that is. Okay. Uh, so I think that would be a good one because that's a skill that like uh, none of you have ever used. Oh, perfect. <laughs> well, none, of you, none of you have ever been like, I don't believe this person. Yeah, we've just been trusting. Yeah, trust- I think the only time we were untrusting <laughs> was in that shop with the with the uh, sign yeah, of times. Yeah, when, when they were being 100% truthful. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So whoops. Um, okay, so I have a wisdom. My natural wisdom is 18 with a mod of four. So what do I do for insight? It'll It'll fill in. In the new sheet, it'll all. all oh, the okay. numbers so I don't do there. anything. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, let's let's do insight. Yeah. That's okay. Interesting. Cool. Um, because now with my new, uh, I'm I'm talking with people, yeah. and getting to know more people. There you go. Like, You're lying. You're lying. <laughs> uh, I love it. You get a musical instrument. Oh. Uh, as part of your background, bagpipes, drum, dulcimer, flute, horn, lute, li- uh, lyre, lyre, uh, pan flute, schwam. I don't know what a schwam is or a viola. Either. I feel like Mike says drum. Sure. Yeah. So I'm going to say drum. Okay. You get a drum. You have a drum with you now. Perfect. Oh, shit. You get another language. Another one? Uh, you want do draconic? I mean, you had it before. I or had you, it before. Or you can pick something else. You could pick... Um, 
uh, orc or um, gnomish, goblin, halfling. Does, does um, Juno have orcish? Juno knows orcish. He knows yeah, orcish, yeah. so I don't think we need to do that one. Okay. Um, um, uh, I guess we can... There's no like animal one, is there? No, that's speak with animals. That's speak, a spell. That's a spell. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's just let's just leave it with draconic, and okay. then we'll see what happens. So yeah. So then wanderers, the background feature. You had that. Uh, that's where you get you have an yes. excellent memory of maps and geography, and you can always recall the general layout of terrain, settlements, and other features around you. Okay. Uh, and you can find food and stuff, but that's not part of our game. Yeah. Thank uh, you for that. Because <laughs> I'm just like looking at all the equipment stuff when I have like a hunting trap and it's like, yeah. ah, rations. Oh, God. Um, That's a lot. So did you, uh, when you made your character, did you pick an ideal and a bond and stuff like that? Do you have that anywhere on there? I've Yes. Okay, cool. Do you have personality traits? Uh, more comfortable with animals is my trait. Okay. If that's even a trait. I don't know. I. Yes, it is. Okay. Great. My ideal is neutral, and then I put dash nature. Yep. Great. Okay. Uh, and then bonds. I said, <laughs> uh, bring wrath upon evildoers against my land. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, that could that could fit if it's um, storm giants or something. Yeah. Yep. Uh, flaws. Do you have a flaw? Yeah. I remember every insult and hold grudges. Great. Yeah, yeah, that Which works too. Yeah, you, you've character. been very true to character. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then you can fill in. Uh, it, it'll be a fillable PDF, so you can fill in your own um physical description and everything. Okay. Um, w- however you want to do that. Cool. And then your own um equipment and everything uh as well, like weapons and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, because in. all you have all that written, you know, your stormtail bow and um, I have a short sword, a long bow, and yeah, bow. yeah. Uh, and your your on. armor. Um, you you remember you got the um leather armor. the nice leather armor from Malik and stuff mm-hmm. that uh you know and any other items that, you know the potions and stuff that you have you can fill all that in when um when you get a chance okay. cool um just to port it into this new uh character sheet sweet i'm so excited for the new character sheet so that way we're all like <laughs> yeah easily can access <laughs> and I, I i told chelsea too i think i'm just going to give everybody access to my account on this so that you can like adjust it on the site if you want to oh, you know okay. like you know however whatever is easiest for for you guys cool uh, um okay so now the last thing we're going to do is at the end of your adventure in season one you guys are have you're going to move up to level seven cool now here is the choice that you have to make mm-hmm and I'm going to give this choice to everybody. I'm, I gave it to Joel, gave it to Chelsea, uh, is you can either take a seventh level of Ranger, uh, the class that you are now, or you can multi-class. Uh, and I mentioned it every time we leveled up, but nobody really took took the opportunity, maybe because we kind of moved through it a little bit quickly. We didn't have like the sit-down like we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, so Joel multi-classed. Okay. He did. He uh he decided that Juno uh is going to be a ranger cleric. He took a level oh, cleric. Oh, cool. Okay. And what I told him when he made that choice was uh there has to be a storyteller storytelling reason, a narrative reason mm. for your character to make this choice. Okay. And it works for Juno. I have no problem with him doing that for Juno because Juno had this very strict code. And then he had this encounter with the divine, you know, like you guys met the moms. Yeah. And then he also had in the portal, 
mm-hmm. the great heifer, and then he was saved right. by the milk. <laughs> right. Uh, so he had this very up oh close and God. personal yeah. divine encounter. So now he feels called to oh, serve the great heifer. That's actually beautiful. Isn't it nice? That is beautiful. <laughs> oh, Juno's having such an arc. I love yeah. it because we're having these arcs that yeah. it's so great. Um, cool. So he, he multi-class. And then Chelsea okay. is thinking about it. Oh, undecided. Yeah, so she's undecided. Okay. So, uh, so you do not have to make the decision now. We can talk about the options if you want, and then you can mull it over. We have a few weeks, obviously, before we're going to start recording again. I'm going to throw this out there. I'm probably going to mull it over because okay. I want to see what's out there. Yeah, I want to see what's out there. Great. Um, well, let's start then. We're going to look at what's ahead if you decide to just stay Ranger. Okay. Um, whoops. Um, so if you look ahead at what's available at higher levels in seventh level, if you were to just move up to seventh level at Ranger, you get a thing called exceptional training. Okay. This is a beast master ability. Uh, on any of your turns, when your beast companion doesn't attack, you can use a bonus action to command the beast to take the dash, disengage, dodge, or help action on its turn. And now here's where, um... Here's where I'm. I wanted to uh, go over some things with you because mm-hmm. uh, Beastmaster is not the best option for a subclass um, because in order to use your beast, mm-hmm. so Pete, Pete, yes. <laughs> which, which we haven't, haven't really talked really about used. much. Yeah, um, you have to take an action to. Use him. Yeah, so like I couldn't shoot my bow and then With, say Pete, which go. There is never a, a situation where using the beast is a better choice than using your magic bow. Right, that's why when, when we first started playing, I was like, wait, but that, why would I use an extra but this turn kinda to just... this kind of sucks? Yeah, yeah. kind of. So um, I didn't, you know, like I didn't want to, you know, roll all over your choice at the time. And I didn't really know, you know, explicitly at the time either. I'm no expert. Um, learning what what that did mm-hmm. um so here's what i want to offer you as a as another thing to consider um when you're thinking about multi-classing or something you, you, you're you gonna keep pete okay i'm not gonna take pete away from you pete's part of the story now cool um he's now more of a familiar i guess and you can still have him do things mm-hmm. you know but um as far as like his effectiveness in combat not great not great yeah that's what I remember too. So yeah. it's like he's always on the sidelines or like hanging out or yeah, because it's yeah. it's always going to be a better. You're going to be more. You're going to do more damage with a actual attack mm-hmm. than you would with with Pete. Right. And now, question: because I have two attacks, yeah. would, would one of those attacks be, or could it potentially be used for Pete? I hypothetically I, yes, 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 but okay. but damage the same thing you know it it, it's it's more of a pure role-playing choice of like oh you're trying to are you trying to like intimidate people with this panther or something which Mm -hmm. like you know if you wanted to do that you could i'm not gonna not let you do that (laughs) that's that's a fun little thing like because now i'll be able to tell if people are or like roll right yeah like hey pete what do you think (laughs) yeah and if you wanted to use pete (laughs) to intimidate i'd get you know you could get advantage on that you know but like yeah um but as far as giving you additional abilities, which is what the the subclass is supposed to do, mm-hmm. it doesn't really give you much. 
So that's different than multi-classing. Yeah. Subclasses. Yeah, different. that's that's like when you pick, you know, you're at level three or whatever, and you picked Beastmaster, and Joel picked Hunter. Yeah. You know, or or like uh, James picked Glamour Bard, and Beth picked Swashbuckler. Right. That's you know that's your like subclass or or whatever. Um, so here's what I'm gonna I'm gonna offer you to to make sure that you get the most out of the game. Okay. Um. I found a couple of like homebrew options uh that I think would be cool for Fletch. Cool. Uh and I'm going to pitch those to you as um something that you could take in on top of uh your beastmasterness because beastmaster doesn't really add anything. Everybody yeah. else gets something that adds something. You know, James gets to do that ridiculous enthralling performance you know and right. like you know beth has her run and hide every turn thing, yeah exactly you know? um so in order to do that i i i think it's fair and i'm gonna make the decision as the dm that i'm you can just port this on top and okay. we'll go from there these mm-hmm. are new abilities that you've learned through your adventures um and there are a couple options so first there was this <laughs> there was this homebrew one that i came on online this was created by i saw this on reddit it was created by uh you expert ranger Ooh. uh and it's the storm tamer what? uh ranger what is that so what this is is you basically get like storm powers like storm from not X-Men? not not necessarily okay. storm from X Men, but but you <laughs> My eyes glow white and I just <laughs> you would get an additional spell when you reach certain levels. Okay, and they're all um, weather based, weather themed. Um, Sounds pretty cool. Yeah, and then you you get uh, a couple of different uh, abilities at different levels. So the first uh the first ability you would get at level 3 which you would now suddenly have mm-hmm. <laughs> uh your connection to weather alerts you to subtle changes in atmosphere so you would be able to predict the weather within oh, a mile okay any non magical changes so if you're like oh a storm's coming basically just natural yeah yeah, yeah yeah okay um and then this is why I, the next one is one where i was like this would fit right in and it wouldn't really affect the game too much because the next next one is uh, your attacks deal extra damage. Ba- you, you deal an extra, extra lightning damage or thunder damage, but that's your bow. That's what your bo- bow does. Right. So I was I when I read this, I was like, we'll just do that, and it's the bow, mm-hmm. and then we don't have to worry about it suddenly breaking the game or anything. Oh, that's and like it, if you, if I had a regular bow, right? And then it it got... would right. Um, and then at seventh level, you would get the ability to um, make your movements erratic and unpredictable. And uh, whenever you succeed on a dex save, you immediately move 10 feet away. So in a situation like a fireball or something where you're trying to dodge, Mm -hmm. you basically like wind out of the way. Oh, cool. Yeah. You know, instead of uh, and you would take no damage from the, you know, where like a fireball, if you succeed on the on the dex save, you take half damage, you would take no damage. So Beth has a similar kind of ability where she takes no damage. Now, when you say like fifth, seventh level, is that my normal ranger yeah that's your ranger level so okay. if you did multi-class and you went six one it wouldn't count as seven i wouldn't have it yeah um and now, the, can i multi-class after seven or no yeah you can anytime you level oh, anytime. up you can multi-class okay um, oh really yeah okay. anytime you level up but um and and you can dip uh one class and then go back 
You don't have to commit to moving oh, on one track going really? forward. Yeah, so you can take one level of something mm-hmm. and then go back to Ranger if you wanted. And then you would be, so you would be 6-1, and then you would be 7-1 or 6-2. Or, you know, eventually if you got, you know, if you got to level 10, you could split it 6-4, you could split it 7-3. Oh, you can drop that much. You can, you can, you can do however, you can, anytime you level up, you can choose. Interesting. Okay. Um, That's cool. Yeah. That's so good to know. There are a couple other, you know, once you get to higher levels, there are a couple other things here. And I can send this to you so you can look at it. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. But those are the ones that would come into play immediately. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to let you know that that's that option. And then there's another one. There is a fighter subtype called the Arcane Archer. That's basically your magic archer. You can instill magic into your archery. Okay. Um. And somebody, this one doesn't have a credit on it, but somebody did a ranger version of that fighter subclass because it makes sense that there should be an option for rangers too since rangers also uh, can be archers and stuff like you are. Mm -hmm. Um, And since you were so uh, interested in playing an archer, I thought that this would be an interesting thing to look at as well. Um, So at third level, uh, you learn some magic theory uh, that lets you gain proficiency in either arcana or nature as a skill. You gain, you learn either prestidigitation or druidcraft as a cantrip. Those are spells you can just cast whenever you want. Okay. And then you get a uh, ranger spell at certain levels. So at third level, you would get the spell charm person. Ooh. And that, that's just, that's a spell that you know. Yeah. And James has that? James has it. Um, does Chel- I think does Chelsea, Chelsea has the option, but I don't think she has she used it, it because okay. James is like such a, his whole thing is charming. Right. Um, and then at third level, you would get um, this thing called Arcane Shot. So whenever you fire, fire a non-magical arrow, so this would not, not be storm your Stormtail bow. bow. Got it. Um, you could make it magical for the purpose of overcoming resistance to immunity of non-magical attacks. So if something has a resistance to, to non-magical attacks, it's a magic arrow. Um, certain monsters have resistance where you need like magic weapons to hurt them. Okay. Um, so that any arrow now becomes a magic arrow. Uh, in addition, you gain this feature. You learn two arcane shot options. So you get these special things that you would get to choose two of: um, banishing arrow, brute bane arrow, bursting arrow, grasping arrow, mind scrambling arrow, <laughs> piercing arrow, seeking arrow, and shadow arrow, and they all have different effects. Um, those sounds so cool. Yeah. So you would get to choose two of those that you could apply. You could choose which one to apply. So you, 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 this would make you kind of like Hawkeye where he has that like multi choice yeah. arrow. Uh-huh. So you could, you could shoot your Stormtail bow and shoot lightning, or you could do your regular bow and do these other different effects. Yeah. <laughs> different effects. That's super cool. Um, so I'll send this to you as well and you can look that over and Yeah. And... I came into this being like, all right, I think I know what I'm gonna do. And then now you're like <laughs> offering me all these other options, like, well, hold on. Well, I, I just I just felt bad because like you picked Beastmaster and like you you made Pete and then that was a non factor. Yeah. You know, and and you know, I'm yeah. I'm reading about Rangers and stuff and and uh when we have two of them and they're just considered like the worst class you know like in terms of like special abilities and stuff so i want to make sure you guys have fun and you can do cool shit yeah um and uh with the the things that the game lets you do Mm -hmm. so i think those could be a couple of options um but you came uh thinking that you're gonna multi-class right you yeah yeah. i came in like i 
I took a look online because mm-hmm. I, I was like, oh, what what sounds fun to me? Sure. And I've I was I've been watching Avatar: Last Airbender <laughs> and now Korra, um, The Legend of Korra. And so I was like, oh, let me see what would be cool. And I found the monk, and I I really liked the um, the like na- what was it the there's like the nature or the elements. There is the because there's like the way of the drunken master, which I was like, well, yeah. not, I don't oh, really, yeah, 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 don't really drunk, but then I'm not really drunk. But there's the way of the four elements that I thought was super cool, mm-hmm. um, and I thought I could use that with my the, like the stormtail bow and like right. But now I don't know because well, here's what I'll say about monk. Um, you wouldn't get to choose the monastic tradition, the way of the four elements. You wouldn't get to choose that until you get three monk levels. Right. That takes a while. Which would take a while because yeah. the way the multiclassing works is that you don't gain experience based off of, because it's obviously like when we first started, you moved up real fast because you only need so much experience for, for, you know, just like any other game. Right. But yeah. when you multiclass, it's not based off of your class level. It's your total level. So you still need the experience for like eight but you only get but you'd only one. go to level two if oh. you mul- like if you multiclass now at seven you'd yeah. be six one mm-hmm. but then you would need the total experience of level eight to go to six two gotcha. and then you still wouldn't get the way you'd still need one more to get to Take way to the four elements. got it the other thing with monks is that they're very much hand-to-hand fighters right which is kind of like, weird an- opposite of what <laughs> yeah and if you want to go that way do it if you want to yeah. totally pivot you know we can figure out a way for it to make sense in the story. I told this to Chelsea because Chelsea's considering um, Warlock, Ooh. which is uh, you basically like her, her, she is, or he, Zabbis is a sorcerer, um, gets his powers. Like he's like born with the powers. He's like an X-Man. Okay. You know, um, but Warlocks get their power from ma- basically making a deal with the devil. Oh, wow. Uh, you, you make a deal with a Supreme being and then they give you powers in exchange for something. Okay. So I told Chelsea, if you want to do that, we'll figure, we'll we'll work that into the story so that you can do that. Mm-hmm. And if you wanted to go monk, we'll we'll figure out a way to do that. Um, you know, I'll, I'll we'll figure some way out way way to make that work. But based on what you've told me about the kind of character you want to play mm-hmm. and what we know Fletch as, even his name, I don't know if it would be the best choice. I yeah. think you'd get frustrated because they wouldn't totally mesh. Mm-hmm. You're, I know you're... it'd be constant conflict yeah. with, with, within the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I didn't really... I got excited when I was reading it, sure. but then like sitting down and you telling me the stuff, the other... Mm-hmm. Um, the homebrew stuff, I was like, ooh, that, that sounds really interesting. Yeah. So maybe I'll, I'll stick away... or I'll Because you said we can do this whenever. If we decided to multi-class, maybe... Anytime you level up, you can multi-class. Right, so... Yep. We'll uh, we'll table that for now. Okay, because I want to read into. Yeah, I'll send you these other things, and you can look into them. Especially, I think I think you're gonna like the arcane archer stuff. Mm-hmm. If I had to guess, uh, I think you, you you'll be into yeah. that because of the the options that it gives you for the bow. Right. Um, I think I'm thinking more of Mike and not Fletch. <laughs> I'm thinking more of sure more of me. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is but this is what happens too. Like more D and D you play, you you experience another type of character and then you're like fuck i really want to play that character yeah i think that if yeah. if i do play a different or another D, I'd probably try the monk go monk yeah, yeah just, just, just to, to try start. it yeah i've never played a monk 
So I, I'd be curious about it. Yeah, it, it sounds interesting. And I don't know too much about monks, but mm-hmm. I know they're very like not Fletch. Like, yeah. <laughs> a little bit, but not not for the character that we've created together. I don't think it would be worth it. Yeah. The the game that I, I play with, um that I run with uh, Lizzie Jones, she's a monk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she plays a monk and it's it's uh it's it's fun. It's a different kind That's of thing. Cool, it's, yeah. it's just a to- it's, you know hand to hand and it's mm-hmm. a different kind of magic and it and it, it it's you know it's something i don't have a lot of experience with so it's it's interesting yeah but yeah That's uh fun. look into it think about it cool um yep, i will do that and then when you uh when you know what you want to do when you want to level up we can um you know we'll we'll put it into the thing and then we'll get your character sheet all set cool but this will be a fillable pdf so you'll be able to add your own stuff and everything to it when awesome when we're ready um that's that's it do you have any other any other questions or anything you want to talk about before we wrap up um yeah so the the spell slots oh sure i am still not great at understanding okay the spell slots yeah like um so on this sheet i have like one two three and then i have under one i have four three two one what do you know what this is yeah so you have four uh first level spell slots that's the spell slot yeah so what that means is that anytime in a day like anytime between long rests Mm -hmm. you can cast four level four level one spells okay you know any of the spells that you have prepared you can uh you can this all makes sense now yeah (laughs) i thought i was like doing it here i was like filling in like okay i use this so i have to fill this in yeah that makes sense and and the 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 this site will make it real easy to manage your spells too okay um and we can go over that you know once we're once you're all set with your next level and everything because that they might affect it i don't remember mm-hmm. um and you'll pick the spells that you know and uh and the spells that you can uh cast and everything you you'll have okay. two second level spell slots at the, at sixth level i don't again i'm not 100 percent sure if it's going to go up or not okay um but uh so you can know more than that but you can mm. only cast two two in a, a day and that's that's uh two of the same or two different ones okay um so rangers aren't full spell casters right which th- yeah. that was so that was the other thing when I was looking up monks. Yeah. Uh reading into it, I was like, Oh, that sounds super fun. But then it was like, uh, well, you're um how oh, what was it? Not you um The key points? Key. Yeah. yeah. So key, it's like, all right, if you're level one, then you have one key. Yeah. And you have to level up to level two to get two key. Yeah. But then if you use a key, you have to wait until you until rest, you rest. And, and then, I was like, Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be a yeah like a lot like right we don't we rest every once in a while but right like, okay so that's gonna be more and I'm... and the other thing too that I'll, I'll tell you just if it factors in your decision yeah you will likely be resting less now because oh, yeah. joel is a cleric so joel clerics are medics that's, oh, so we that's don't, their like, function heal? yeah he'll be able to heal you mm. um quickly okay uh and 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 effectively probably mm. uh, with the with his spells um because he also chose like the, the medic version of it cool like there are different clerics that are more you know for you know for fighting or whatever but he chose the life cleric which is very much like healing okay there's so, a there's a healing hands yeah. that the monk has but it's like i think it's level seven yeah 
And I was like, oh, cool. We don't really have a true healer. So maybe I'll mm-hmm. try to get to that. But that's like, yeah. I'm glad that Joel went. <laughs> yeah. So he okay. went He went healer. Cool. So now you have a healer in the group. So you will likely, I I would imagine, rest less. less. Yeah. Only when we like need to right. for story-wise. Yeah. Okay. And um, cool. You that know, factors in yeah. a lot to my decision. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> yeah. So that's probably how that's going to be. Um, but yeah, so you're, uh, you're good for now and, and you can take your time. Uh, cool. you know, we've got a few weeks still, uh, around a month, a little under a month until we start going again. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to fly. It's going to fly by. I know I got a lot of writing still to do. <laughs> uh, and then, um, and then, yeah, when you're, and if you have questions, just let me know. We can talk about it. All. Okay. Yeah. Oops, sorry. Oh no, you're fine. I think Beth might be been like, when's my She's turn? Like, what is going on? I think she's streaming right now. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Well, you're done. It's it's her turn now. Cool. Spoilers. Beth's up next. That's up next. <laughs> uh, yeah. So thank you. Yeah. Mike. Thank you so much. I really appreciate this. Was it. Fun. It was yeah. fun to talk about Fletch. Um, I want to incorporate Pete more. Yeah. This upcoming season. Yeah. Remember that's be he's a goal around. Yes. Yeah, and that's yeah. something that I always forget. It's like, yes, I have Pete. Yeah. I need to remember to like use him a little bit more just in like yeah. regular, just like walking around and cause like I'm I have sorry, too I'm much, sorry, fans. I have too much going <laughs> like, on to remember. Like I feel bad too for like not having NPCs react to Pete and things like that. But like, I, there's just so much going on yeah. that like, I, you know, I, they got to react to you guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. That's, and that's something like, yeah. First time players. There's so much there's, about this yeah. game. <laughs> you will be overwhelmed, yeah. but it, it it all it it all makes sense, and so like for me, I know that I didn't use Pete yeah. as much as I should have, or like you know, as a listener, sometimes you're like, oh, why don't you have like Pete go do this? Or yeah, like, so I, I would always leave Pete with somebody mm-hmm. like um, Koi Ram. I was like, yeah, yeah you, Pete, you stay here and guard him. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, he, he did a lot of guarding. He did a lot of guarding. So I hope uh, I, I'd like to use him more this I, season. I so will that's... I will tease a little bit of season two. Uh, oh. Pete Pete will will have something to do. Oh, cool! In in early season two, I will I will tease that much. Awesome. Okay, um, that's good. But yeah, that's so, my goal. So uh, so yeah, so that's it. Hold um, me to it. <laughs> but thanks everybody for listening. Yes, uh, be thank sure you. to follow us on social media at dndpod at gmail dot com or dndpod at, at uh, on Instagram, uh, or email us at dndpod at gmail dot com. Uh, we're still looking for wild magic suggestions for Zabbis, so go ahead and email those if you have an idea for that. We got a lot of fun ones that we talked about on Chelsea's episode uh and yeah uh, magic items if you have a magic item suggestion email us that and yeah season two will be coming in november so yeah i guess thanks everybody forward to it yeah Woo! do what's fun do what's fun guys thank you so much